now we're doing a podcast after a couple weeks off this is from what i'm told the world's best action sports podcast the monday mass also todd a podcast about nothing uh, an action sports podcast about nothing i don't know if you knew about that truly yeah nothing nothing good so how's it going everybody uh it's been two weeks um too long been a whirlwind chris was in nicaragua and then i was in tahoe and we are fill surf news with mostly my personal trip to nicaragua that's probably like an hour and a half or something a talking point i was hoping that that okay i was hoping we could talk about um (laughs) crying brazilians (laughs) that'll be part of it It smells like someone microwaved uh tilapia in here what does that smell is that my hair what, I just got a haircut. You did? And there might be some product in there. Why are you backing away from it? No, your hair smells great. Thank you. I was at Bravehold Barbershop just okay. up the street. All right, let's, uh, we're going to get right into this oh, because yeah. it's been too long and no one really wants to listen to us uh, wax on about Chris's hair. They want to hear ad blocks. Here we go. <clears throat> Do you want... Let's go, uh, let's go All right. one and one. All right. All right, is that fair? Ad block, coming All right up. Right. Here, Here we, we go. go. Uh, Monday Mass is presented by Rashi Nail, the world's best non-alcoholic craft beer. That's right. This is something that'll scratch the itch. If you don't want to drink booze, but you want to enjoy uh, a beer, it's the best. At Ration Ale. That's right. Try to tell me that you can't get excited about decaf. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Hanson Surfboards. At Hanson Surfboards, the oldest surfboard shop here in Encinitas. Uh, They have all your needs. You can go online and get surfboards and everything for your spring break going into summer, which means in San Diego that you need a puffy jacket, apparently. It's freezing. It's really cold here it's depressing out there it sucks be beneath apparel bn3th apparel <laughs> i'm just gonna take two uh it's it's the newest in underwear it's the newest. yeah it's the newest it's the oldest surf shop and the newest in it's underwear. the newest in underwear technology it's I as if a, they sell it at hansen too it's as if an angel is cradling your ball sack it's as if the lord sent an angel with smaller hands male female whatever Regardless of, of the, the pronouns of the angel, that angel is literally holding you up where you belong. There you go. Pedal Electric, at pedal.electric. You know, I mean, we only deal with the best, obviously. Hanson Surfboards, uh, Rationale, uh, Beneath Apparel. Pedal Electric falls into that category as well, being the world's best uh, e-bikes. And I'm, gonna, I'm just going to jump in here because I have a new product too to show you. Um, this is a, a new product from Bubs. What is it? Naturals. It's called Hydrate or Die. There you see it right there. Wow, they're really yeah, jumping on the murder your thirst thing, aren't no, they? No, this is actual real hydrate or die. Electrolytes. And, uh, thank, Liquid thank you, death. Uh, surf water. Why is how come all like the beverage things now are like all about you're gonna you, we're gonna kill you with hydration. Our friends at Surfwater just sent me some cases to my house, and they're more about surfing than... Yeah, but this is hydrate or die. It's like it's like you want to have all the greatest parts of hydration... Or die. Or you're going to die. Well, because if you don't... Damn it. If you don't hydrate, you might die. Just put it in... You know, I'm, I'm adding one more add-in to my day from Bubs. You know, MCT, brain oil, collagen... 
hydration. All right, look, we're losing, we're losing followers go, here. Go ahead. Okay, here we go. Uh, so we covered Bachan's. Bub's Naturals. Bachan's Japanese barbecue sauce now with the sweeter lid. And we've got some more products coming from Bachan's in the near future. We're actually going to do a giveaway here on the Monday Mass with a whole bunch of the different people that sponsor the Monday Mass because I've got so much shit in my garage I need to offload it. I need some new bachan. So I need to figure out what we're going to do but we're going to be giving away some but Japanese barbecue sauce. It's almost barbecue actually it's always barbecue season. Who cares? Panic and Coffee and Tea at Panic and Coffee and Tea waking up San Diego since 1969. It's caffeine. Yes, the dream is real. Caffeine's freaking awesome. At New Greens new formula launching May 1st. Come on. It is the salad in the glass thing. Like I told you. It's, <laughs> You're kind of off your ad block game today, aren't I'm you? I'm off my ad block. Because I've, I've got, there's a lot to get to. <laughs> Diecutstickers.com. At diecutstickers.com. We can make you some stickers. I, I might have a surprise for you, Todd, but just don't think about it yet. It has to do with diecut stickers, it has to do with ad blocks, elections. There's, there's good things coming for those of you who are out there who love the ad block and who stop listening to the podcast after the ad block's over, mm-hmm. which I know there's a lot. Um, let me just do some self-promoting here since we are in the top of the show, and this is an advertisement. 420, Thursday, April 20th, just up the street. This week, uh, we've got a party at Hamburg Hut. This is a f- spring party. It was going to be a benefit, but um, we're just calling it a, a party to celebrate life. It's during Taste of Lucadia, Todd. We got uh, we got a band called Haze, some youngsters out of uh, Carlsbad that are gonna rip. Um, we've got myself, Chris Cote, solo, which you never know, it could totally suck. Uh, I do know that Well 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 is gonna be awesome, kind of like some modern yacht rock, an incredible band. Aviator Stash, uh, DJ Abby Normal. It's 48 p.m. It's free, open to the public, all ages, during Taste of Lucadia. You do not need a Taste of Lucadia pass to get into this show. It's in a parking lot, and it's going to be awesome. Todd's going to be there. Hamburgers. Signing autographs. Hamburgers are sweet. All right, so let's get into the podcast. Surf News brought to you by Hanson Surfboards. The biggest news uh, happening in surf right now is that I went on a surf trip. I went on my one, uh, my one personal surf trip a year, Todd. I went with my friend Jesse. Went to a place called Casa La Barra. How is it? Puerto Sandino, Nicaragua, central Nicaragua. Uh, the best experience. Easy flight, get down there. You know, it does, I feel like it takes a day. What, what, is, what is your thing doing? I don't fucking know, dude. You're going nuts over there. Hold on. It's like a rave. I think we're good. Okay, don't touch it. Don't touch anyway, it. Anyway. Um, so you, so you, went to, you went to Nicaragua, you surfed medium style waves. Uh, they the were great. Best, the small waves I've ever surfed in my life. That's cool. You know I'm a small wave enthusiast, and from this three day, four day trip, I got a surf machine vlog. I got a, a video part called Small Wave Enthusiast. Just a lot of media coming, a lot of content, Todd. You you love this place. It's hot. It's there's a pool, amazing food. Uh, Casa La Barra Surf Resort is just. Super easy, simple, great trip. There's sick waves all over the place. Uh, ex, uh, a Transworld alumni, Liam Ferguson, part of the surf resort down there, him and a guy named Dave, and the crew down there, it's all Nicaragua crew, Luis, Alex, um, just, we had a Jerson Barboza shooting photo and video. It was just so nice. And, and we kind of came up with a new thing, and I think you're gonna like this. So it wasn't a surf trip. It was a surf vacation. 
There are no rules to a surf vacation. There are suggestions, uh, including no Dawn Patrol, uh, no step-up boards. Um, you don't even have to surf. <laughs> you got to be in a surf place, but you don't have to surf. Mm-hmm. And when you do surf, you only have to go 75%. Those are just some of the suggestions of a surf vacation. Are you? Is this like? A, are you campaigning to change... What it means to go on a surf vacation versus a surf trip? Um, a little bit. It's more of a, a way to um, keep the pressure off. Sometimes when you go, I'm going on a surf trip. You gotta like, there's a lot of pressure. So your it. brother goes on surf, goes trips. On surf trips. You go on surf vacations. I go on surf vacations. Like I said, no dawn patrols. You surf whenever you want. No tan lines. You do, well, you do get sunburnt on surf. I got sunburned. <laughs> My whole back. Myself and my friend Jesse Dauber, who's on the trip with me, both of us, got a little excited. We came from super paleness here in California. Uh, I don't think the sunblock we brought even worked because my whole back, when I got back, um, it was purple, and then it turned white, and then all the skin sloughed off. Ew. Talking super peelage. Let's... Now that we've talked about your exfoliation routine, let's get right into it and talk about Bell's Beach and a bunch of crying Brazilians. I, I mean that that was the part that made it interesting because the that was the best part. So bad. That was literally the best part about the Bell's Beach contest. There's so, I don't know what it is this year. I, I feel like this year's been the worst waves we've seen on the championship tour and here and in and, and here in Encinitas. We had a couple. No, that was 2022. 2022 was great. Yeah. So far, 2023, uh, especially on the championship tour, has been terrible. And Bell's, I think, was the worst of the worst. I mean, again, it's like I watch that shit and I'm entertained because I want to surf better in crappy mm-hmm. waves because that's what we surf. Mm-hmm. But the world's best surfers in the worst waves. Ooh, that's a new tour. That's a tour that I would watch. That's the world's best surfers in the world's worst waves. Well, that's how it used to be on the ASP tour when they mm-hmm. would go to these. Bring places. that back. Yeah, even the Challenger series seems to have great waves. I don't. I don't know. I, I think it's. I just want to talk about the the crazy commenting on the WSL right. Instagram account. Okay, so anyways, so here's the way that this whole thing went down. What ended up happening? Ethan Ewing won. Beating, yeah, according to you, Felipe Toledo. <laughs> no, he beat. Uh, oh, Connor wait. O'Leary. Okay, so where did? Okay, the Felipe Cullen. Toledo thing was going into the final. Well, correct? it wasn't just. It was. I think it was mostly Felipe, but basically, the outrage was due to judging, and it wasn't even the judging of those surfers. It was. It was their competitors. So Felipe was going against. I don't even remember. Uh, score throughout. It was an eight. And you can go back in Instagram and dig through all this, but it just seemed like another one of those things where um, it's always a conspiracy theory. It's their their manufacturing results. And it's just not happening. World it's Shame not, League. A lot of shame. That's <laughs> like, why? I, I just don't understand. Like, why does everyone just like World Shame League? Well, I think it's not it's just in surfing. It's in everything, right? It's yeah, like, but that's like not even like crafty. Like World Shame League. It's not It's not great. It's no, not it's, not, it's not a good diss. It really isn't. I think it's it's the these times we're living in, it's not just surfing. We're not it's even... It's everything, right? If somebody loses, 
it's a conspiracy theory. If somebody loses at any, even even like even a foot race, right? If somebody loses, well, that person's on drugs or whatever. It can't. People can't just accept results anymore. And I I get it, but I I also I'm like, there's they're not. They're, it's super entertaining to be a bystander and watch the the comments be thrown around. Yeah. And like if you really want if you're bored out of your mind. Well, obviously you're bored out of your we're mind cuz you're listening to this. And we were pretty bored that week, but Chris texted me one afternoon he's like, "What are you doing? <laughs> get in the get message. Into the message get into the message. Get into the DMs on the WSL." It was so crazy. Like literally crazy. Every, there's probably like 15,000 comments and 14,889 of them were people from Brazil yelling about or, like, or like Brazilian surf fans, right? Saying it's a crazy conspiracy. Now this is coming on the heels of a two Brazilians punching a woman in the head in Indo, so not really the best. I don't, I don't, I don't think that has anything to do with it. Well, it's not. The, it's not such a great showing. It's not a good that's showing. A weird, that's a weird correlation, though. I'm trying to drum up drama here. I can tell. Yeah. Anyways. People liked when we got into an argument a couple. Did weeks they really? Ago. They did. And I'm like, I don't, I don't like to argue with Todd. So, but the, and, we, here, <laughs> and here's the crazy thing. Here's the crazy thing. A Brazilian is in first place, Jao Chianca. He earned his way to the top. So if you're a surf fan and you're throwing out these conspiracy theories, like things aren't fair, yet the guy is in first place, like it, the WSL has the best judges in surfing. The ISA has equally Man, the best judges. judges. But listen, I'm saying there, there's, there's not a, a concerted effort and a conspiracy either way because they're not sophisticated it'd be so it takes so much effort to like create a conspiracy against a whole nation of people yes my god it sounds exhausting and there's events in brazil we have brazilian world champions so i i I think for the most part most brazilian surf fans are awesome you go to brazil it's so fun but i think the outspoken critics are always going to hate when their guy or girl loses. See, that's why... Even like, though a Brazilian surfer is in the top spot I right kind of, I kind of feel like that's like... That's like the wackest part about... Like... These sports that basically we all gravitated towards because we didn't want stick and ball. You know, we didn't want like the fucking face... Wait, pa- Chris is a master of sugarcoating. You are. But you're, I'm, you're I'm, I'm with you. I was the one that brought up... And I said the waves were shitty. I know, but I'm saying like you know, like okay. So when you when you have like a, like a fan base like right. that is so like face painty, passionate, like about it's just kind of like to me, it's like ugh, that's like that's completely the opposite of why I started doing these sports. Like I started skating, which eventually led to surfing and snowboarding because there was no fans. because there wasn't a bunch of were, fans. Wait, were no fans or was. There weren't. There weren't any fans per se of Todd's skateboarding early on. Yeah, personally and also. But but when you go to Portugal, when you go to Japan, when you go to Brazil and you, you're at a surf event 
it's so fun because the fans are so invested and involved. In America, when you're at a surf event, half the fans are there to watch the surfing and get right. stoked. Other half of the fans are there because they want a free sticker. Also, I mean, I don't get it because I don't like, you know, you, you know how passionate people are against, you know, against about like the the World Cup. Right. In, in football and yes. soccer. Like, I get it. Like, the people are passionate in other countries. But, like, personally, is this weird? I think people take sports a little too personally. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I used to, like, cry when the Chargers lost, which is so dumb. That's fucked up. For real? Well, I, w- I would get drunk <laughs> <laughs> if they lost or won. You'd cry. No, but I, th- I think, it, I mean, I think it needs to be said. We're not trying to pile on Brazilian surf fans. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting that it, it spreads so fast. It's like a, a wildfire when there's one person that says shame or that judging sucked or, you know, or even Felipe looking into the camera and saying, keep trying, keep trying, and alluding to like the WSL is trying to keep him down, which again, I, I think, and I'm not saying this because I'm on the teat of the WSL, I'm saying it as a surf fan. So you're admitting you're on the teat? Not right this second. <laughs> <laughs> In a couple of weeks, I will be. Um, I don't know. I, I, I just feel like society as a whole, and surf fans included, are very quick to um, cry about results they don't like. And what do we say? We say cry is free. It is. Which is funny because cry is free is what happens when other surf fans complain about Brazilians getting too much points, whatever. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Um, I love Brazil. I love Brazilian surf fans. I love American surf fans. Okay. I like when people paint their faces. <laughs> so it's been like, and as I was kind of alluding to and trying to. Did I tell to, you about it, going to Nicaragua? Yeah, you did. But listen, we need to talk about this too because and I, I'm, I'm sorry I tried to paint some weird dramatic parallel between these two events. But there right. was an incident that happened in Bali. Dude. It was pretty heavy. That was radical. And I'm very curious. I don't know what happened to these two gentlemen. They're not gentlemen. They're they're not they're gentlemen. They're dipshits. They're scumbags. And they someone got pun- a, a female got punched in the water yeah. for basically being on the peak and get, I don't know what So I'll give you I'll give you this the crib notes of it. Um two two gals uh they're they're married. One gal's in the water, the little left, kind of like off the beaten path, but there's, I don't know, it looks like there's 15 people in the water, so it's by no means a secret spot. So she drops in, guy drops in on her, she kind of like pushes his board or whatever, she didn't do anything violent, pushed the board out. The guy's buddy comes over, punches her in the Yeah, head. it wasn't even the guy. It was the guy's friend. That, yeah, it, it was like, wasn't even the person yeah. in, in context. Punched here. in the head. And I think she kept surfing. They were hassling her in the water. They come to the beach. The two guys that are, um, they're like, they have a camp there or something. So they start fighting these two girls. And the guy's defense was, I thought it was a guy. I thought it was a dude. Which A, you shouldn't be fighting over waves anyway. And B, you're the one that dropped in on her to start the shit and see it was very obvious that these were women again regardless of their pronouns 
they were women. And the guy knew he was punching a girl. And luckily, it all got caught on tape. And the surf world immediately went to work. Like all, like these guys. all the surf world. Yeah, doxed them. You had Slater calling, you know, Slater, Felipe, Gabriel Medina, everyone calling for blood. So I want to know what happened. So it they they doxed them. There was a statement released. It kind of was like flaring up. And that's kind of where the mystery starts because did these guys get kicked out of Bali? Oh, and the main culprit, the main attacker, his ex-wife came out, posted photos of her with straight up like hockey face, like beat up hard. Whoa. Saying she had been scared and she had been silent and she... It, seeing this knew it was time to talk so she released that too so this guy has been a serial abuser forever just the worst kind of scumbag and you know hopefully they got run out of bali i i don't know what will happen to them if they go back to brazil it's just it was just the uh, the worst kind of case of surf rage gone wrong but luckily they were outed they were caught you know, they got dropped by all their sponsors and all that shit. It was just an ugly, ugly incident. Um, and just sad that it even happened. Yeah, but it was luckily, crazy. I mean, it was, it was, it was in a way kind of cool to see the, the, the surf world, all the pro- top pros just like, no, this will not stand. So that was, that was cool. Um, we did forget to talk about a couple positive things from Bells. All right. Uh, the Kern versus Aki Heat. Do you watch that? Um, no. Pretty sick. I mean, I did see that. Did Kern? Did he ride like a, another replica of? He rode the Black, the Beauty? Black Beauty straight off the rack. Kern what? goes to Australia, goes to the surf he, okay. and grabs three boards off the rack. That, that's like the like the sickest. It's pretty common knowledge that Kern is from space. Yeah, in the best possible uh, sense of the phrase. Definitely. Like he is definitely not not of this. He's world. not thinking the 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 way that you would think. He's not thinking or I machine. would think, or anyone else, like yeah. he, like preparing for a surf trip for him, is just walking it's on the like airplane. Grab a boogie board, some glue, a roller skates, tape, one half of a fin. Yeah, amazing. And both these guys were just surfing at such a beautiful level, and it was really cool just to see that class. I've got, style. I have someone on here saying that Curran won. Do you think that Curran won, or do you think that Aki won? I. Look, I know that you're it's a conspiracy. I know theory. you're a goofy footer, so obviously you I are have, rooting for Aki. But I love Curran too. Aki did have a combo that was out of out of this world. Bottom turn, snap, like classic, classic backside surfing. Um that was a high point of Bells. Um another low point after having a shocker of an event, mm-hmm. the shocker just got worse for Jack Robinson. He got hurt. In crappy waves at Bells, dropped to world number two from being world number one going into that event. And as if that wasn't heartbreaking enough, he has to pull out of his home event, the Western Australia Margaret River Pro, which is set to run April 20th. Um, have you ever experienced this in snowboarding competition? Like you have the event, it's coming to your home mountain. Yeah, I, and happens, I've gotten hurt. hurt. Mm-hmm. What is that? just twice as bad as being hurt from, yeah it's, like something else it sucks i mean like but it's just it's just part of the business i'm sure they'll bring him in the booth right i'm oh, sure yeah. he'll he'll commentate because oftentimes you know people that are you know they 
they're from that place, they have insight to the home break or the home playing field that no one else would possibly have. So I look forward to that yeah. as a silver lining. True. Is to get some some new people in the booth. We got some no name wild cards coming in, which is going to be fun to watch. And I'm just hoping, hoping on hopes that the waves are good because when the waves are good at Margaret River, that is such a fun event to watch. So going from a shocker to a sharker, did yeah. you hear nice. about over just just up the way here, body Ponto beach body boater bumps nibbled? No, did you see the bo- like the boogie board? The the bodyboard that the person was riding, fortunately, they were not part Funny. of the impact, but uh, the bodyboard actually got chomped. It is juvenile great white season here. In we have kind of like a red tide going on right now, which is not and the water is freezing and there's jellyfish. Mm-hmm. You seen those little fuckers? Yeah, those little floaty things. Surfing's out for me for the next couple of days. At any rate, uh, we are experiencing some wild conditions here. The water temperature in Encinitas was colder than Morro Bay. 52 last degrees. Last week. Morro Bay was 55, 54, and it was uh, 52 here. It is so, definitely a, uh, a crowd reducer. It really is. <laughs> it reduced me. I've been wearing a uh, 543, and I'm happy as a clam in it. You smell like a clam. It does. Red Tide does not come off the skin easily. Uh-uh. But anyways, fucking sharks. Yeah. Am I right? Sharks, water, cold water, jellyfish, crappy waves. It's all happening in the surf world. Also, we have a couple events coming up. Lemore is back. Surf Ranch Pro, May 27th, 28th. Then El Salvador. Well, Al will be jumping back on the tools, commentating. Uh, right now, Jao Chianca and Molly Picklum are in yellow jerseys. And that's all I have to say about competitive surfing. Well, I noticed, there's other stuff. I noticed you didn't go to Coachella this weekend. I did not go to Coachella. I did watch uh, Underworld live on the YouTube stream. The vampire movie? No, the the electronic duo. Oh. That shit was sick. I prefer, the, I prefer the movie about with about the vampires versus the, the werewolves. Surf Survival League dropped a great Coachella send-up. All Wait, surf what? edition. You saw the Coachella poster that Survival League made? No. So it was like uh, the Coachella poster, but instead of shitty bands, it's uh, Nate Florence explains NFTs, momentum generation, acapella. Oh, Slater yes. Featuring yes, Pro yes, Jam. yes. I did see this. Kai Lenny foils the irrigation ditch out back, and even Chris Cote sound checks for 30 minutes. Is it true that your live show is essentially a sound check for 30 minutes? It, it's kind of a, a check of the crowd's temperature, like your um, what's your level? Uh, now is this a, a rectal for, temperature check or oral? What's your level of patience for weird music? Uh, it's like the musical equivalent of a prostate exam. It is, yet no lube. <laughs> it's a dry kind of forceful prostate exam, all ages. On the All Ages Prostate Exam? I wow. did have a great All Ages show on April 1st. Did I already talk about that? Wait, yes. Did I? What is it today? Today is... It's We're, we're beyond that. Lucas Skinner won the Rip Curl World Grom Search Finals in Australia. So he is our Rip Curl Grom Search World Champion. This is pretty cool because he is from Cornwall, which is in England. And his dad is uh, Ben Skinner, longboard world champion as well. 
this is for shortboarding. He's 15 years old from Perrin Porth, Cornwall. So English surfing coming up. Uh, this is really sad. A local surfer in San Diego, uh, San Diego State University graduate, jumped off his board on Easter, suffered a spinal cord injury. Uh, at the moment, recovering, 23 years old, potentially paralyzed from the waist down. There's GoFundMe happening right now. GoFundMe.com slash Colin Bose, B-O-S-S-E. Uh, kind of, that's, to me, it's just like, the that's the worst Gnarly. case scenario. So we're hoping for the best for you, Colin. Um, in other surf news, there's lots of fun waves happening all around the world. If you want to go to the incredible Casa de la Barra, Casa de la Barra Surf Resort in Nicaragua, which you should, and you should, DM me. I've got a discount code. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you have any other surf news? No. Are you wearing booties or just your 543? Just, I don't wear booties ever. I refuse to. Not even into someone's house that asks politely if you put booties on, like in Japan, Hokkaido? Can you, no, those are like ninja tabby shoes. Did you have nin- did you that's what they're called? I had yes. dude when I was in eighth Throwing stars and when I was in eighth grade, I bought a pair of ninja tabby boots thinking I was the shit. They're dude. like surf booties. They're like surf yeah. booties, except they're like quiet tiptoey. So for like I don't know I loved those things. For like three weeks I had ninja throwing stars that we were never we weren't supposed to have sharpened. They were illegal. But we sharpened them. Yeah, you did. And I wore I had a ninja suit. Dude, I was so into ninjas. Me too. We used to go to Tijuana and buy throwing stars, survival knives. We would actually my friends and I in fifth fourth, fifth, sixth grade, full ninja outfits with knives, with throwing stars, with rope. And we would prowl the neighborhood. Really? If my kids did that today, they'd probably, you know, be arrested. Dude, I made nunchucks. I remember. I remember yeah. we made nunchucks. Like, dude, were so much cooler. Be, like were ninjas kids. were the shit, dude. Why did ninjas ninjas be kind of kind of became like a not a joke, but you know, like where are my ninjas at? And they made like funny shirts. Like ninjas are serious. Ninjas are serious. Like if they, but they have like, they have these classes now, like at Woodward, they have ninja class, which is kind of basically like American Ninja Warrior. It's like parkour. But like, imagine like now, like if you had a ninja suit, but you all, like your son, right? Like Roman, like, let's get him a ninja suit, dude. Yeah, that's tight. And he could just make a nin- like there aren't enough ninja movies anymore. Like I feel like uh, a large swath of my eighth grade life was like watching like there was that movie American Ninja. That one was. It was sick. so good. I have. I have. Let's a bring special, ninjas back, dude. I have a special. Um, so Raglan Surf Report. Todd and I basically discovered Raglan Surf Report. Remember he was on the show. Who Luke? Like, five years ago. Yes. We were in on this personality a long time ago and had a great conversation with him uh this weekend and you actually he, talked to him yeah wait hold on this is our guest you yeah. i didn't think we had a guest well it's a video submission okay go um, play it here we go let's hear it well why isn't it working damn it where is it we got it okay we got here it we go. okay go sign up what are you signing up for I just I thought you had a guest. I just want to hear him talk. Okay. Okay. Is this going to happen? Yeah. Here it is. 
want to see the video. I just want to hear the, the noise. Okay. We, we got it. Just, just talk about something else. Here it is. Meanwhile. Here it is. Yeah. Save, save, to, save to your Dropbox. What? Can we move on? Dude, I just... What you just did what? What you could just call him. You could have walked New Zealand in the time that it's it's taking you to organize. Well, if this. you just wait a second. <laughs> oh my god, this is not happening. It's happening. It's not. I got it. It's right here. Look, it's on my phone. I know, but it's not happening. It is happening. Is this the, the part in the podcast where we pause it? So you, okay. Here we go. Yeah. Hey guys, Luke here, and I've got some pretty big news coming out of New Zealand. We are about to, well, not about to, but eventually we're on track to be one of the powerhouses of international surfing. And that's because we've finally got the training grounds to progress as a surfing nation because we've finally got our very first wave pool. And it's in the South Island of New Zealand, a, a town, large, relatively large town called Wanaka. Um, Todd may have been there for, for snowboarding and all that, but it's, um, it's known for snowboarding and I'm now surfing, I guess. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a wave pool. It's not like a Kelly Slater wave pool or a Waco wave pool or an urban surf wave pool. It's more of like, uh, say, a wave pool that you get in a shopping mall. <laughs> um, more like less curvy, like less curvature, less tube, and more just completely flat. Because uh, it's one of those, I think they're called flow riders. Um, it's this technology from the 90s. We've finally got it here in New Zealand, which is awesome. Uh, so, I, I mean, we're all pretty wrapped as a, as a surfing nation about that because it's going to bring in like a revenue, it's going to bring in tourism. Um, you know, this town's going to boom. Like, they're calling for double the population. So, I'm not sure if the infrastructure can handle 800 people, but um, <laughs> that's something that we're going to have to work out, work out the kinks. I mean, it will definitely help our surfing progression through, I guess, boogie boarding and skimboarding because you can't have fins on it because it's too shallow. But we will get better, a lot better at surfing through skimboarding and boogie boarding on this standing wave that's not really a wave, but it's kind of a wave. But it's not like Kelly Slater's wave pool, Waco wave pool, or the Melbourne Urban Surf wave pool. It's more like a wave pool that you get in a mall. But, I mean, if you were going to go to a shopping mall, would you choose a shopping mall that didn't have a wave pool or the shopping mall that did have a wave pool? I know what one I'd choose. The wave pool. Thank you, Luke. Raglan Surf Luke Report. Luke That's an actual report everyone. from Raglan Surf Report. That's right. So and that is we have celebrity guests. Wanaka does have more than four hundred people currently. Really? Yeah. I want to go there. That's cool. Is that a for, is that a real thing? They're actually like putting a flow rider in Wanaka. Uh, it's not a flow rider. It's a local invention. A local invention. Yeah. All right. We'll see what happens. Thank you, Luke. Okay. I'd love to just get Luke every week. Uh, we're done with surf news. Let's go to skate news brought to you by Beneath Apparel, BN3TH Apparel, Warble World. Warble World. I literally, five times I haven't fast. been paying attention to any skateboarding Why? at all. I just haven't been. You're going to have to. And you'll tell us about what you've been doing other than that in snow news. Well, we got the Mole Bros, Cookie Dough, Man Ramp, Jen, Eunice, and more. Soundtrack by Cobra Man. This video rips. If it says Warble in the title, you know it's going to be good. If Man Ramp's in it, you know it's going to be good. If Cobra Man is providing the soundtrack, if you know Man Ramp is a, a ramp that is a man, would that 
be logical to assume that Cobra Man is a snake, a snake that's snake a, actually a band. Is a man. Yes. Uh, other great videos for y'all to watch. Drano Chugger 3, Hell on Earth is another banger. Drano Chugger. You may have seen the clip of the fella pulling a sword out of a stone and then sticking it back in and uh, pole jamming the sword. I Only did, in Drano Chugger will you see that. I did see an incredible clip that I reposted on my Instagram the other day. This is my skate news. Okay. Breaking it, skate news from Todd Richards. It's Go. a it's a welcome. It was on Welcome Skateboards. Oh, the drop in. Well, it was a ollie to like straight like pop straight up to wall ride down something that virtually was not slanted. Yes, that was incredible. I loved that. That was my skate. I news. I liked it and subscribed. That's all um, I have. We've got some really great skate news. Tony Hawk, our guy, Tony Hawk, uh, was. Recently in New Mexico, between Window Rock, Arizona, and Shiprock, and he is there, or he was there to support and help with the festivities, opening the Dene Skate Garden, uh, part of the skate park project. So this is in the uh, remote part of the Navajo Indian Reservation, and Todd, you knew this about. I lived on the Navajo Indian Reservation, mm -hmm. so I, just any way to make these stories about me more than Tony Hawk. Um, but it's just really cool. Tony Hawk give, literally giving back and providing a place to skate for um, skaters on the Navajo Indian Reservation. Uh, there's not much, I can guarantee you, not much to skate in that area. So a park in that zone will be, I mean, that's where we need to build skate parks. We don't need any more parks in California, but we do need more parks on Indian Reservations in you know far to reach places where there's not much to do, giving kids and adults an outlet that's positive and fun, like skateboarding. And speaking of positive and fun, you know my stance on babies skateboarding. Uh, I do like animals skateboarding. Um, there's a pig named Norbert, 150-pound black and white pig, uh, that is learning how to skateboard. Really? That's some skate news for you. I'm going what? to Brazil. For a skateboarding event. When is that? I want to Red talk Bull. more about the pig. Don't try to like change the subject. Well, do you think pigs? It's in Illinois, and yeah. that's kind of all the, the that's kind of all the information I have is this pig is like learning how to skate. Okay, this is so, okay, we it's need 150 pounds. I need though. to dig into this. Like, why? Why do animals want to skateboard? Uh, you know, bulldogs in particular. I know why, and why is it? But why is it only? Bulldogs. Well, no, because um, there's predominantly other small bulldogs. Dogs. There's Pre other small no predominantly the, bulldogs. The shake junk, uh, you know the what the the baker the baker dog, mm -hmm. Murdy. That was not a bulldog. No, but like I'm saying, little, are these? I think bulldogs are pre. Yeah, but I'm just wondering, like, are pre? Does that mean that? Bulldogs are kind of the nerds of the dog. The reason that I started skateboarding is because I was a nerd and I didn't no fit fans. in anywhere else. No friends, no friends. No friends. So are bulldogs and other animals that learn how to skateboard, are they kind of the misfits of the animal world? I think when you have a face like that, you need something else to make you endearing. Yeah, there's no like attractive animals at skateboarding. 
Think about it. Wow. You got a pig that wants to skate. It's a freaking pig. Like, look at it. It's cute. And you've got a bulldog. Its face just looks like it hit like a wall running at 50 miles an hour. It looks like a melting candle. Right. So, like, in the best it's way. It's the most unattractive animals pick up skateboarding. Much like, like us. Like us. I'm just trying to draw a parallel so us humans well, can realize around, what the attraction is of skateboarding to animals. I'm looking around at our skate uh, photos. And they're mostly unattractive. Chris Miller is right here. He's very attractive. He's an attractive man. He and bucks then, the he bucks the but system. Some of the other guys I'm looking at not attractive. No. Anyway, that's okay. Interesting. Uh, Snowboard news is brought to you by New Greens. New Greens is fantastic for your body. If you don't know In about New Green Greens, you'll know more soon. Chris, we're going to open up Snowboard news. Thank you, New Greens, with, for your support. With a video that I saw the other day online, it's at a place called Tuckerman's Ravine. Oh my God, this was crazy. This was describe cr- it for the viewers okay, so, that haven't seen so it. So Tuckerman's Ravine is on a place called Mount Washington. That's in New Hampshire. So wait, Northern why New would ha- you call a mountain in New Hampshire after a s- other state way across? Chris, I'm not even going to dignify your question with an answer. Oh, it's, it's named after the president. It's, that, uh, it's first president. Mount Washington. It's where the highest wind gust in the world has ever been recorded. <laughs> your bathroom. <laughs> and there is a essentially like a bowl there that is a pilgrimage for everyone that's on the East Coast that snowboards. You have to hike to it, and it's this big, really steep bowl. And it's it's the most quote-unquote extreme terrain on the east coast by far there's coulars and what's cliff. a coular are like these narrow shoots, shoots into okay. rocks okay so that's cool it is Far. like in the springtime on any given saturday there'll be a ton of people hiking up there to uh go up and experience you know hiking tuckerman's ravine yeah. now it is a very steep face Okay, so it's it's not for the faint of heart. You need to know how to snowboard to actually go ride there. The weather there can change in a blink of an eye. And so last weekend, there was someone that was riding down um, basically one of the, the face shoots. And there... <gasps> we have actual audio. Okay. So what basically what it was is that someone was riding down next to this waterfall... And it's so steep that unless you have your board like edged in there and you're you know you're controlling your descent, things can go south very quickly. And this person ended up sliding down this face into the a hole. But yeah, it's basically like a Bergstrom, which is like where the snow melts away from the rocks and like where there's water flowing. So they basically fell into a, a hell hole. You want to hear it again? No. Okay. Why are they applauding? Oh, what is it? Why? Dude, that one from applauding. <gasps> yeah. And he was okay. That, they, they were okay. He, it took the guy 10 minutes to climb out. The dude eventually rode down I'm next to what is called the uh, the lunch rocks, which is like it's kind of like a gladiator zone. Like everyone's down there eating on these rocks, and they're watching people just ragdoll down this face because most of the people that go up to Tuckerman's do not have any business being there because it is 
It's not for the, like I said, not for the faint of heart. I'm not it's, riding down that. It's thing. very steep. And one mistake has you just uh, tomahawking down the entire face in front of everyone. And it's steep enough that you can have a sustained Tommy. I think this person needs to be invited to natural selection because obviously they have the gift of send. Mm, they were naturally selected to eat shit that day. And, and they're totally lucky they fine. didn't. Totally fine. Totally fine. Um, spring skiing and snowboarding is in full effect. I just got back from Tahoe. That's why I did not oh, uh, participate yeah. last week in the podcast. Tell I was, more. I was in Tahoe. Um, now where, now Tahoe is in the mountains? It's in the mountains. Okay. in the mountains of California. Um, there's a big lake there. It was 70 degrees at the lake and beautiful. And the craziest... Uh, juxtaposition of conditions ever like we were down on the docks on the north shore of tahoe excuse, excuse me west shore of tahoe and it was 70 degrees people were actually swimming kind of like novelty swim not really jumping. like jumping oh, yeah. oh my god yeah. it's just wim hoffing and there's 10 feet of snow right behind you on the shore and it was really fun to actually be snowboarding in some real spring weather was it slush it was super slushy like it was hot and slushy on the hill and it was a blast nice an absolute blast i had i had so much fun up there and you were with the family i was with the family um you know getting getting a family on the hill even if you are even if you've been a pro snowboarder for freaking 30 years getting your family on the hill to snowboard in a timely fashion I don't I, I don't know how people do it. Can you imagine running like a camp for no. kids? No. It's like you don't have the patience for I that. get I, I get I get to Tahoe. I've been telling people my family for three weeks. We're going to Tahoe in three weeks. I, I need to know if these boots fit. I need to know if the freaking if your bindings work. Everyone's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one really wants to pay attention. The morning that we're leaving the house everyone's got a boot problem everyone's got a my binding problem i can't find my gloves i don't know where my goggles are what the hell people like come on seriously how long have you been freaking doing this that's so funny it's insane you need a vacation after that vacation. totally like it's just like this thing where like i'm like all i want to do is go snowboarding and i just assume that everyone has their shit together no it's well, no you know what happens when you assume that's right you make an ass of you and me. So anyway, uh, we got back from Tahoe, and so this, in the next couple of weeks, well, actually, we've had a couple events that have been going on. Let's talk about those. The uninvited event, Just Kimura's event, happened this weekend at Boreal at Woodward at Tahoe. Yeah, wasn't invited. Yeah, of course you weren't, but it was uh, pretty amazing. It was... Uh, an all-women's snowboard event. It went down. That's why I wasn't invited. And it was super fun. It looked like everyone had a great time. The weather was amazing. Um, it was also the debut of Hannah Eddy's signature watches with Nixon. Nice. And these watches are great. Here's one right here. Oh, if come on. You got... I have I have one. I'm going to show people here. Hannah Eddy's art is amazing. You can't see that on right. that, but you can see it on my live. Hannah Eddy is... Look at you prepared. Freaking awesome. Um, so those will be dropping very soon. Uh, in the next couple of weeks, we are heading into some pretty fantastic events right now in a collab that no one ever saw coming. Woodward has partnered up with Snowbird to open up a custom park on the backside of Mineral Basin. 
what? which is there hasn't this snowboard hasn't really played in the snowboard park arena in a very long time. Oh, and the other yeah, it's kind of like this bowl that faces. Oh, that's my favorite place. Yeah, you and I rode. That's I love that's that where place. we went. So there's a big snowboard park there, and this is in preparation Any heading into park. Peace Park, which is Danny Davis's big signature event, and that will be coming to Snowbird. Uh, Starting on the May first, I oh, believe. Oh, that's at Snowbird too. That's at Snowbird. So there's going to be rips. there's going to be a whole bunch of really fun uh, jumps for the riders to hit. Plus, this great um, setup there brought to you by Woodward is going to be happening and peaceful and peaceful. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. It's you know, hopefully the weather is good. Um, Snowbird, the road to Snowbird actually just kind of opened up the other day. It's been closed for two weeks because of still massive amounts of snow it's nuts so if you are in utah or have a chance to get to utah the season is not over yet it is kicking like karate Damn, that's so cool. there also in big news torment magazine has named ben ferguson as writer of the year yeah ben of course they did ben's movie was incredible his showing at natural selection was insane okay so well deserved now also, in the Natural Selection vein, we are going to be going live with Natural Selection. You are. Next week. That's right. I'll the be watching. Natural Selection coming from Valdez, Alaska is going to be coming at you guys next Wednesday. So Sick. we oh, are. It's, it's no matter what. It's that, that day. That's how it's going. All right. And uh, the same crew is going to be there. We're going to be talking funny and watching people rip lines in Alaska. And it should be freaking awesome. I'm going to go. I might go to Big Bear tomorrow. That's like some news. For fun? Yeah, I just want to go hit jumps. Oh, I, somebody sent me something. Uh, the Mount Baldy Banked Slum. Mount Baldy Bank Slum going down this coming weekend. Another um, SoCal institution, Mount Baldy. There's so much snow up there yeah, it's that the it just looks. It's 1910. Mount Baldy Bank Slalom. It looks amazing. There's a lot of snow still in the mountains in and around Southern California. The East Coast may be shutting down their mountains. I think Killington's still open and maybe some of the more northerly Sunday River and also like Sugarloaf. But I think... Still the funniest name of a mountain. Don't let your sugar loaf. Sugar loaf. At any rate, there's still a lot of great places to go snowboarding. Um, the Quicks- awesome. The Quicksilver team will be at Mammoth the 29th through the 5th do of you, May. Do you really think people will be able to snowboard till August? Um, I've kind of heard that, and this is, I don't know how much truth there is to this, but I've, I've heard this rumor by several people now that Mammoth is trying to go the 360. Has that ever happened? No. Really? Nope. They're so trying to. St- Mammoth is trying to stay open if w- until the one, season starts. If one lift is open. They can pull. Three hundred sixty days of the year. There's so much snow, Chris. They've got more snow than Tahoe even has. Jeez. And I mean, like uh, right now, Squaw Valley, or I should say Palisades. It's it's a hard one for me to switch that up. But Palisades is is claiming they're going to be open till July fourth. Mammoth is saying they're going to be open at least until July 4th, which I have a sneaking suspicion is going to be much, much longer. That'll be fun snowboarding on July 4th. Snowbird. Shirts off. and Snowbird usually has a really long season in Utah anyways, and with the right. amount of snow that they have and, and Woodward's commitment to creating this park, a mineral basin, I think we're going to have a lot more um, fun times. I like it. Okay. So, yeah, that's snowboard news. Um, trying to think of anything else. 
What's going on besides the noise that you're making over there on your phone? Well, I was looking for questions before we get there. Let's go through nerd news real quick. Nerd news brought to you by Bachan's Barbecue Sauce. Uh, Todd, I told you to get in early on this trend, the electric state. Can you, you just act so- describe to me what the electric state okay. is about? The electric state is a graphic novel that basically is it follows a girl and her robot, West. Mm-hmm. And this is dystopian kind of future. And humanity is like locked into these helmets, these virtual reality helmets. And basically the whole world was locked into these helmets. Something went wrong. The helmets ate their brains. And now the helmets control the humans. Mm. The visuals, these giant, just like awesome looking huge robots, like with um, kind of like pop culture faces and shit. Are everywhere uh so these two the the girl and the robot are trying to get west there's a like a detective some kind of agent on their trail it's by the same guy that came up with uh the endless loop or oh yeah the loop the life in the loop the loop yeah the loop yeah uh swedish guy uh but um awesome what's the girl from the girl from uh not stranger things yeah, eleven. I think eleven from Stranger Things is going to be the star. Hmm. It, it it's going to be a big budget thing. But and this we, is coming out on what? This is in twenty twenty four. But what network? Um, or is it a movie? It's either a series or a movie. Ooh, can't wait. But uh, we're talking about it now, and so a year from now we can be all snobby about it and say we knew about it before. Uh, I did watch a documentary on the animated uh, anime film Akira. When was, the last time you watched, when was the last time you watched I Akira? I love Akira. Dude, this documentary I love got me Akira. back into it. Watch it again. Insane. Canada! Anyway. Have you, you guys seen, if you've never seen Akira, Oh yeah. please do yourself a favor and watch it. It is like the seminal um, anime it changed movie everything. of all time. It, it changed animation. Unbelievable. Uh, all, other than that, the Mario Brothers movie's out. Have you heard any reviews? I'm not going to watch a Mario Brothers movie. Well, I'm not going to the movies. Because you're just weird. Yeah. Um, you're not speaking going to of movies. movies. You went to a movie Speak- once. I did. I didn't like it. Speaking of movies, um, Star Wars had a whole... The, the big Star Wars celebration was... They're, o- I think they're a, overdoing it. It's too much A week Star and Wars. a half ago, I believe, it was in the UK. Some huge announcements. Would you like to hear about some of them? Quickly. Okay. Well, the Ahsoka series starts in August. Okay. Um, there is a new Star Wars series of movies that will be kind of coming out soonish. I don't even know what's going Led on. Led by Ray. Do you remember Ray from The Force Awakens and shit? Yeah. She's okay. So that she's going to be a lead in some do of those like movies. A big Star Wars movie and <clears throat> not fifty. Star Wars I agree. series is I agree. I have star I have Star Wars fatigue. Me too. I do. Um, but I will I'm say fatigued. this that the Mandalorian last week's episode of The Mandalorian redeemed the entire season for me. What do you think about having Jack Black and Lizzo and the, that was you fucking burnt the marshmallow. Okay. Okay, that was They were guest stars. It was not good. But Last week's Mandalorian was really good. All right, I'll get there. Uh, th- this Wednesday is the last one, and then we're done with the Mandalorian until season four. So I don't Give know. Give us a break. But you say that, but like I don't want to. I don't want a break like we had from uh, the prequels until 
what we, we, we what we're I into know. now. I don't want that long of a break. I just would rather have like quality over quantity. Do you ever watch the show Barry? No. Do you ever watch Succession? No. Do you ever watch Top Chef? No. Hundred Foot Wave? No. Hundred Foot Wave's coming back. I think Hundred Foot Wave premieres tonight or last night. And I love that show. And this year they're in Nazare. Garrett's back. The crew's back. They're going to be exposing some young. Exposing Nazare themselves to surfers, young Nazare surfers. You know, showing us. 100 Foot Wave is amazing. Oh, they, they did that trip out to Cortez Banks. That's probably going to okay. be in this season. So 100 Foot Wave on HBO. I'm all in there. They should just call the show Surfing No One Can Relate To. Well, you can relate to it because it's crazy. Chris, you know what I'm super into right now? Is. Uh, the, the, the stealth the the stealth bomber like the blackbird remember that thing oh the sr-55 yes yeah that dude I, I, that was my favorite plane for a dude long time. i am so i don't know what clicked me into it but i, I was a strange thing i was going i was going down the rabbit hole the <laughs> chris is just learning i got it. questions dude so i was i was watching this thing somehow found this this the pilot of that was talking about this story and a lot of people have heard this story about like how he was they were doing a training run from Sacramento over Washington DC and back to Sacramento in like 2 hours or something right. like that, okay and so all these planes are like calling SR71 yeah SR71 Blackbird and the pilots like there's like Cessna pilots calling into ground control asking what their ground speed is yeah and so first like the this the Cessna pilot says, "What's my ground speed?" And the, the guy goes, "Okay, your ground speed's like two hundred and something miles an hour." Yeah. And then then a little bigger plane. This guy's like, "Well, I'm gonna show off and be like, hey, what's what's my ground speed?" And they're like, 350 miles an hour." And that guy thinks he's cool. And then like an F-16 is flying, mm-hmm. and the F-16 calls in thinking he's the big swinging dick in the air and says, "What's my ground speed?" And they go, "Uh, your ground speed is uh 600 and something miles an hour." And the guy thinks he's real cool. Yeah. And then the guys in the Blackbird call and they go, "We got a ground speed." And they're like, "6,000 miles an hour." That's fast. It's pretty cool. Anyways, this I, th- people have heard that story. I told it really terribly. I fucking love that jet. I don't I Now we're getting nerdy. Yeah, Firefox. Shout out Mr. Beast standing up for his trans homie. Mr. Beast is the best. I love that dude. Do we have questions? We've got questions brought to you by uh, Hanson Surfboards. This is a question from Chris Bailey. Who would you love to see in a joint surf snow movie? Snow directed by the Malloys and surf directed by their cousins, the other Malloys. Whoever you choose would have to both surf and snowboard in the film. And act? Sure. Hmm. Yeah. Surf and snowboard in the film. Shane Dorian. All right. Um, Who you got? Laird Hamilton. Perfect. Like to see him snowboarding. I would imagine Laird Hamilton would have a very similar style as he does on his foil board on a snowboard. I think so. Very you wide. You'd be like, "That's Laird." That is Laird. He's Laird. Um, oh, yeah. we got a we got an offer. We got an offer from a at. This is a pretty good offer. At an offer a for what? Surfer sushi. A surfer sushi chef. Reached out to us on the Monday Mass and is starting a new business um, using fresh, organic, fresh fish, blah, 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 all the good stuff you want in sushi. He mm-hmm. wants to come on the show, make sushi right there while we do the show. Really? Are you down? Yeah. Okay. At a surfer sushi chef. 
It's on. Holy shit. I will call you. Fuck yeah, dude. We're gonna, surfers, gonna make his name us. is Julian, specializes in intimate omakase. Chef's this, choice. To come to your house. Wow. Do you okay. ever have the chicken sashimi? It's delicious. Oh, yeah. Uh, Frank Dixon says, bring back the shitty parking at the Panikin series. Now, we're not involved with that, but mm-hmm. we are huge fans of that. And I did recently see a new post of maybe some of the worst asshole parking ever. If you don't know what we're talking about, there's a, a site on Instagram. A site. Encinitas Asshole uh, yeah, Parking Encinitas is asshole one of the it's biggest treasures to the uh, internet yeah. you could ever find. Yeah, we're not involved, but it's amazing. Uh, so, Frank, yes, it's happening. Um, this is from underscore Modern Mystics, a sticker that says, I charge small waves. I need that. Ooh, I charge small waves? I charge small waves. Adam Atzart says, Monday Mass question, if you could own one car from a TV show or movie, which one would Ooh, it be? The van from Dumb and Dumber that's like a dog. The dog van? Yeah. I'm going to go the James Bond Lotus. Ooh, from... Okay. Yeah. For your eyes only. Yes. James Bond Lotus. Dude, I used that to thing love is sick. Lotuses so much. I probably loved Lotuses because of that movie more than you loved That was like the best opening scene for a Bond movie ever. The snowboarding? No. Skiing? Th- no, for your eyes only. Oh, Wait, that's was from, it for... No, that's from Never Say Never Again. Are you sure? I thought it was for your eyes only. For your eyes only. Best song. I'm pretty sure that the Lotus is from your eyes only. I think the Lotus from your... But the snowboarding... That's from uh, View to a Kill. No, it's Roger Moore. Dun, dun, dun. A View to a Kill. So it was For Your Eyes Only is also Roger Moore. Right. A View to Kill no, is, is kill also is Roger, Moore. Roger Moore, and that's the... Living Daylights is Timothy Dalton. Right. He Roger was, Moore is the best Bond. Timothy Dalton Don't at is me. the worst Bond. Roger Moore is the best Bond. Don't at me. I think Fight that... Me. I. Uh, what's the new guy's name? Um... He's pretty fucking good. He's though. he's done. He's done though. I know. They're saying the next Bond is going to be someone random. It might be Todd Richards. Um, this is a great question, and I don't know if we're going to have an answer for this. But old nerdy bastard says, "Why do snowboard companies use the metric system when skate and surf use Imperial?" Interesting. Meaning, you ride a skateboard that's eight and a half inches wide. You ride a surfboard that's a five ten. Mm-hmm. You ride a snowboard that's a one fifty six centimeters. Yeah. Do that's, you think it's because snowboarding is originated in Europe? Did it? No. I don't know. Snowboarding originated in freaking. I know that LibTech for a little bit had their snowboards in measured in feet. Like five three. And actually, I think that's pretty rad. But yeah. the funny thing is, is like, do you? I don't know if you remember this. You might be too young, but I remember vividly in grade school when they tried to switch the metric. Switch to the metric system for like four days, and it didn't work. And it didn't work. And they oh, just switched back. Wait! Oh, wait! 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 We have the Spy Who Loved Me was the Lotus S one. Okay, the spy is that true? I think is it true? I think that's true. That seems early for the Lotus that I'm talking about. No, talking you're talking about, about the white Lotus that goes into water and the thing. I had the Corgi metal car. Right. Of that. Uh, and it just, shot missiles out of the back of it. Yeah, and thing it could go awesome. underwater, turn into a submarine. That's right. That's the whole point because you've been saying a James submarine. James Bond Lotus Esprit. What movie? What movie? Well, just give me a second. Oh, my God. Boy, yes, allow the cookies. Ugh. The Spy Who Loved spy Me. Spy Who Loved Me. Did he say that? Yeah. 
Okay, yeah. Look at James Bond on his Lotus in his car. Kakopi. Kaki Kope. I don't know what how the hell to say your name. Merrick Kakiopi. says, you. Bell's contest has history, but when is enough enough? It's enough. We get it. Bell's is famous and great and goes and goes way back in surfing. Have a heritage event there. But then have a high re- performance it's that, contest it's that, somewhere else. It's that bad. It's it's like Swami's. It's like the same wave as Swami's. And mm. Swami's is great, but you don't have a championship tour event there. Okay. Fair, en- Bell's fair enough. You're fucking dead. Up. Dead to me, man. Um, great question, Adam Etzart. Uh, Hannah Lee says, how common is it for surfers to start doing really well in their second year on the CT, like Molly Picklam and Jao Chianka right now? Are they the exceptions? Well, um, I think for Jao Chianka... He got his ass kicked in his rookie year, and so he came back with a vengeance, surfing surfing brilliantly, pissed off. So I think for him, you know, that was a huge thing. Usually it's the opposite. Molly Picklam, she is similar. Got beat bad early on, came back super strong. So I think they learned quickly and were able to adapt. Usually, you know, you look at uh, other surfers who come out, amazingly in their rookie year and then just disappear you know uh what's the australian kid's name mm. who made the top five and then anyway we don't want to get negative <laughs> hey um, it's not that rare but it's pretty rare because Jao and molly are kicking ass and they're both in their second year they're both in the number one spot i just had um the other day the guys from stab mag came to my house to film season Two of how surfers get paid. Tight. So that, that's I'm, awesome. I'm very excited about. I wasn't. That, how that's gonna. Well, you don't know. You might be. I don't know how soon. surfers get paid. You don't know how. I... <laughs> they get paid with positivity for me. Um, I just I think Stab is just done with me. Really? Which, which is fine. Why? I love. You them. should be more negative. I love them. I think they want you to be more negative. Okay. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> but I love them. I love that show, too. I can't wait to see you on it. Uh, DJ wants to know, Monday Mass question. Chris and Todd, if you couldn't live in Southern California, where would you call home and why? Ooh, big question. Um, Cambria. Yeah? Probably. Yeah. I would say somewhere up there, you know, SF, Oakland, Marin, Sausalito. I don't don't think I'd want to go... Above the Dixon County line? The, the I don't want to get further into the Red Triangle. Yeah. Cambria is pretty in the Red Triangle. Yeah. It's a pretty country. You know, I will say this. When we drove up to um, we drove up to the in-laws' house over Easter, there, it's so green right now. It's beautiful. And so many yeah. flowers. It's like, Calif- like Northern California is on another level of beauty right I'll now. I live in it the looks like, of Japan. It, I, yeah, Japan's cool. North Island, New Zealand, by Ooh, Raglan. I could. I'd rather. I'd love yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta wrap this up. I can live, yeah, all right, all right. Sam Rainier says, "How cold is it down at Bell's? It looks miserable, but for some of the guys, are in short arms. The other day, Owen Wright is shivering in his posted interview. I think Bell's is actually very similar to California. I think temperature they, wise, but they surf in short arms because they want mobility for a very short period of time." I think the water's probably like uh, I'm gonna go imperial system here because I don't know. Sixty two. 
probably, yeah, probably mid 60s. So it's not super freezing in the water, but the air is super cold. So that's why you kind of see that. Um, Blake Wall says, Chris and Todd, have you been doing anything out of usual lately to increase stoke per day? I mm. went on a surf trip. That's a solid question. I went on a personal surf trip, and that has like filled my stoke tank for a while because I was getting really pissed off at surfing. I, that's a that really help. like that's a solid question. Like, yeah, what, what have you, what done, have you done to stoke yourself out today? In the shower. <laughs> no, um, he didn't say stroke. Personal surf trip, even if it's just for a couple days, that that you you bring that shit home with you, and you're stoked. I like st- stickering stuff. Remember the con- Todd and I had a conversation. Putting stickers on stuff is cool. Um, if your car has more than five stickers, you might be insane, right? Do you think so? Yeah. You know those cars with like thirty-five stickers on the back? That person's crazy. No, they're crazy. So well, I think the number is five I or think, six. You know what's what really grinds my gears is like what? I'm I'm such a sticker aesthetic person. Like on my snowboards, like oh, yeah. my sponsor stickers. Like they, there has to be like a geometric like theme to it yeah it's almost to the point of mania i i start to have like visceral reactions to people that i just like look at who have like haphazardly like thrown stickers on their snowboard i it makes me like makes my skin crawl i had at one point i had six sponsors for surfing and for some reason all the stickers all the sponsors that i rode for were either like squares or kind of and so it was really hard to get the sticker job right and i remember no matter how good the board was shaped if i put the stickers on wrong and tried to write it it ruined the board dude stickers uh, sticker jobs are like 60 percent of snowboarding for me at least maybe high maybe even in the 70s like if my board looks like shit i can't write what about if there's a corner peeled up on the sticker then i'm like looking for someone's lighter to fix that shit instantly um this is from uh Ari, 201, working class vacation. How much water do you both drink every day? Not enough. Not enough. Hey, I'm going to throw... I got surf water and I, I got hydration. I'm going to throw this out to the people Bob's that Naturals. are watching live right now. I need to I need to Photoshop his head on something this week. Can I just get like... I need like 10 ideas real quick. Like from like what's happening in the to? world today. Who's he talking I'm to? I'm talking to the people that are paying attention. I just oh. need some... I just need some ideas for Chris's head. Are you tired from your vacation? No. No? Not at all. Because usually you're a lot smarter than that. You're not smarter than that. You're guy. All right. Well. Thanks for having us. We are uh, we're a podcast about nothing, and we're just we're bringing that to you every week. We could be here all day, but we'll be here next week. Bye.